and it took some time to train my head that my heart is the master. So what I do is I allow, even to this day, if I'm feeling a certain way, I trust in what it is that I'm feeling and then I take action. There for a reason and it's because it makes us feel, which is how we get the answers. It's people are so, oh, I wish life was born with instructions. We are, it's our emotion. It may feel like you're in slingshot mode a little bit, but if you do the work and you have a pure heart towards what it is that you're trying to co-create, you'll be supported and you'll be supported in ways that you would never even logically begin to comprehend. I'm Fatih Light. And I'm Rick Rupenthal. Welcome to An Honest Look. Where we look at transformation from the inside out. Unplugged unscripted and in the moment hello hello everyone good morning good afternoon welcome stephanie we have a fabulous guest finally here (laughs) can we have an emoji or something (laughs) you know party flakes or whatever they're called (laughs) Thank you for coming on. I'm so glad we're finally able to bring you on. Your yeah. audience you working. You're healthy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to an honest look. So I'm going to introduce Stephanie before I just uh, hold the mic over to her to do her mm-hmm. magic with us. So Stephanie is a soul coach, a medium, and a mentor. Through her intuitive work and coaching, she's committed to help others connect with spirit as well as offer guidance that can help heal inner child wounding, karmic patterns, and conditioned beliefs that keep them from keep people living from align from living in alignment with the abundance they're truly worthy of. I did this really well before we came on. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. Yes. Welcome to this show. We're really looking forward to talking to you about all of this. Tell us a little bit how you ended doing, ended up doing this kind of work. Where Mm -hmm. did you start? What's been your um, journey? So I find it, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and honored. Um, So I find it kind of funny what we were talking about before we went live here. Um, I had to go through a massive rebirth myself, girl. And... (laughs) I went through this, you know, I'm an intuitive. I've always been intuitive, but like so many people on the planet, I suppressed my intuitive abilities until I went through a massive awakening. And as I went through this awakening and I experienced, you know, um, ego death again and again, learning how to choose love over fear, um, you know, spirit kind of just guided me towards what it is that I was here to do, which is to help people awaken and Um, live in alignment with their heart and trust in their intuitive knowing and allow the rebirth and transformation to occur um, despite the fear, right? Despite the fear. So I had to go through all of that myself first. And I kind of refer to it as like I went through like pre-med as a healer. You know, I had to go through all of this stuff. And then as I went through that and really navigated my own consciousness shifts, I realized that I was here to help the collective do that as well. So, you know, my mediumship abilities have always been there. But as I started to choose 
love over fear more in my life. Spirit came through super, super clear and was like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And I went ahead and I, you know, did what so many people do. I got on social media. I started talking. I started presenting myself to the world. And before I knew it, I had a full clientele. You know, and it was like, wow, okay, this is what I'm here to do. And then as that developed, I had lots of people coming to me asking me if I would be willing to do coaching and transformation and events. And it just kind of bubbled from there. And I got a I got a book deal um, from it. And then I had another book deal kind of come through for it. So so many um, incredible experiences over the last probably six years or so, just because I was brave enough to follow my heart. Just because I was brave enough to just simply go, yeah, but what if, what if that inner voice is actually correct, you know, versus allowing my head to talk me out of my power. So there's a massive reprogramming and consciousness shift that had to happen in me first before I got to this point. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love what you're sharing. And, you know, as you know, before we came on, what I was sharing, like, so relevant, this conversation to what I'm going through, right? Right. And also the understanding that in spite of the fact that I've done, I'm talking about myself personally, that I've done a lot of work, I shed a lot of skins and I have evolved from where I was at and I have had ego death, you know, that, that's, that, never, that may never end, right? That may never end. It's a cycle that restarts at some point, right? If you're looking to evolve and, and you know, keep growing. Yeah, you're it's like Alice in Wonderland. It really is, you know, and once you open up and you really expand and you go through the heart activation and you go through, you know, the shedding of the identity or the attachment to the identity of who you are, all of a sudden you really have no choice. The universe just keeps presenting you with paths to evolve and you're going to be so uncomfortable if you don't. (laughs) it's uncomfortable regardless right it it is and so you kind of just have to lean into the uncomfortability of it and just go you know what the awakening path is all about learning how to live in the now and how to get you focused on that what you're putting out there today is what's becoming your tomorrow so you have to lean into the uncomfortability you have to lean into the consciousness shifts and and the the multiple sheddings that occur You know, you're not going to be the same person six months from now. And you're sure as hell not going to be the same person a year from now or two years from now. No. So I I want to just briefly focus a little bit on the on the uncomfortable side of things like Mm -hmm. what you talk about, because I think there's a subtle difference between because I when I'm coaching, I, you know, there's a gentleness to your wisdom and intuition. Mm -hmm. Right. It doesn't come with a loud voice. No. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So there's some gentleness there. Mm -hmm. And yes, there's some uncomfortableness because we're not used to it. It's like crossing your arms the opposite way. It just doesn't feel right. But there's but when I get caught up in the ego being reasonable or judgment, there's more struggle there. So I'm curious on on how you discern between um, the the uncomfortableness versus struggle because I don't see when I'm when I'm leaning towards the other side there's more struggle there's more work there's more effort there's there's all this trying to figure things out mm-hmm. you know what you, you know what I'm pointing to yeah yeah so um let me kind of take a step back here and say that I've had to learn over the years how to find my inner balance by I had to reprogram and and it took some time 
to train my head that my heart is the master. So what I do is I allow, even to this day, if I'm feeling a certain way, I trust in what it is that I'm feeling. And then I take action. It's not, it's, 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 this is the tool to get me what it is that I'm wanting. So um, if you find yourself resisting or feeling like you're wanting to figure it all out, you're still in your ego. You're still in, in, in that mind is trying to control everything. And you're still um, operating from a place of fear instead of love. That's, and that's normal. We all go through that. And with every yes, level, right. you're going you're gonna to go through that again and again. Um, and <clears throat> that's the part of the path that can be so frustrating at times is because, you know, when we're in the liminal space, we want answers. We want answers. And we want to know how to, to align with this. We want them today. We want it today. Damn it. That's our ego. <laughs> right? Come on. Um, and so by me kind of walking the path, which is where, you know, why I, I aligned with the name divine soul journey is I had to just kind of surrender to the fact that I'm not in control here. And there is a journey that's unfolding that my mind cannot even begin to comprehend. And honestly, if it was too involved, it would probably stop me from where it is invited to go. So I do this thing with my clients. Um, and, and people who I work with all the time where I ask them to start just simply asking which way now, just moment by moment, which way now? And you want to uh, allow yourself the opportunity to um, get back in touch with that little girl or that little boy that's inside of your heart and just say, hey, which way? And if they were in front of you right then and there, they're going to be so honest with you and so blunt with you that you're going to have no other option but to honor their guidance. And if you put them first boom, the heart, the head is just going to have to start aligning and start taking action steps towards that. Um, and you just have to trust. And I know that sounds so, you know, you hear that so much on the spiritual path, but you do. It's, it's a, it's a path of just trusting because the mind cannot conceive of something that is completely and totally illogical six months from now. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. You're pointing where you said to just trust your feelings, yep. right? Because oftentimes we, um, use our head to rationalize our feelings, right? To understand them. Whereas really feelings, are, they just are, right? They just are. Yeah. They just are. It's a barometer. It's, it feels right or it doesn't feel right, you know? And what about it feels painful or uncomfortable, whatever it is, right? I love that you're pointing to that, right? Really connect to that first and then go to the mind. But we are very much trained to do the exact opposite. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's a big part of what this massive, beautiful awakening on the planet. That's why it's occurring the way that it is. One of the mantras that I wrote in my little mantra book is my intuition is for trusting, not rationalizing. Right. You know, and so we've been so programmed, you know, from childhood and we've been living in such a patriarchal society for so long that we've been human doings, not human beings. And we, we've been conditioned that you have to do, 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 achieve, achieve. <laughs> go 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 and then you know people have their spiritual awakenings and then it's termed as a midlife crisis when in all reality they're just waking up to the fact that they have not been true to themselves yeah right and so this big massive shift this age of aquarius that we are entering into the divine feminine is here and she is not gonna settle she is like, wake up, start choosing to live in alignment with what your heart is saying to you, trust. And as you do that, you will be provided synchronicities, um, you know, divine timing. You're, you're, you're just going to have to be willing to unlearn and relearn again. Mm -hmm. 
I wonder if you can tell us, you touched upon something really, really important, right? Taking action, right? And how we've been in this really masculine energy. It's so widely accepted that we find ourselves in it and we don't really question it until we burn out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Raise my hand, right? So I wonder like, what, how could people like, because we still need to take action, right? And Absolutely. I think it gets a little confusing for people, right? It's like, well, you just tell me to sit there and meditate and just let my intuition get it done from a pillow, you know, like, well, not, that's not what we're saying. The doing still needs to happen. Yeah. So how do we do without getting into that extra masculine energy that works against us in the end? Exactly. Like what I was just saying, it's about what's, what's the next step. So if somebody has a goal, if a listener has a goal and he or she is saying, this is where I want to be. I'm uncomfortable. I don't feel right anymore. I want this type of a lifestyle or this type of a partner or this type of an income job, whatever it is, you have to slow down to level up. You have to be willing to honor what that is saying to you and then go, you know what? I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to take the first baby step to get there. So for you guys, I would just say at some point, Rick, Fadi, you were like, I want this. I want to help people. Great. Start a podcast. Right. Right. Yeah. Hold the space for speakers like Stephanie to come on and speak her truth. <laughs> Hold the space for, you know what I mean? It all kind of works together. So for me, when I first started Divine Soul Journey and started realizing, okay, this is what I'm here to do. This is, this is where I'm being guided to go basic practical co-creative step my heart said i want more i'm here to help people start a website right I'm here to help people get my butt up on social media oh be scared of being seen oh fight that fear oh okay allow myself the opportunity to be seen on podcast you right. know um allow myself to be seen on television you know whatever it is that you're being guided to do you have to be willing to again use this okay this is how i'm feeling and the brain goes okay, what can I do in a practical way to co-create this for myself? And that's the only thing that the brain should be doing is it's a tool. I right? love co-create like with, with your heart, right? Well, and that I like the word that you just said, co-create. Yeah. 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 You can visualize all day long, you know, and there's, you know, obviously, you know, since the movie The Secret came out and people are really stepping into their power and they're realizing that we are energy first and foremost, as within, so without. So anything that is going on internally here is going to manifest in our physical reality, right? So it's about embodying and becoming the energy of what it is that you're wanting. So yes, you should be manifesting and you should be visualizing and you should be acting and aligning and shedding versions that no longer align with what it is that you're wanting uh -huh. while simultaneously taking baby steps to get you into alignment with who it is that you're meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is interesting. Like, you know, you talk about the baby steps appearing and things like that. Like that's, that's my part, part of my teaching is just, you just need to know what the next step is. Yep. That's like, it. That's it. Right. What, what I find interesting, you know, uh, going back to the, to the intuition or the, the wisdom speaking is it really doesn't like it shows up. It, it's, it's a hundred percent reliable. It's just not predictable. Um, like, you know, when it happens kind of a thing, but, but I also noticed that it really doesn't care if, if it follows or not. Like, you know what I mean? Like the ego, like, like it's still your choice, right? Like there's still a thing called common sense. But it won't tell you to jump off a cliff. 
No, no. And a lot of people often ask me, how do I know the difference between my intuition and my uh -huh. logic? And this is something yeah. that I typically recommend people. It's I keep it really simple. Your intuition is going to guide you to go further than you ever have gone before. And it's going to guide you to be uncomfortable. Your logic is going to keep you stuck up in patterns that aren't serving you, but are there to keep you secure and safe. Mm. Right. So, yeah, no, you don't want to just go jump off of a cliff. If you want to starting a business or if you're wanting to start a business or, or align with a sacred partnership or whatever, of course, you're going to have to unravel in a very practical way to then rebuild, which means you're going to have to allow tower moments like divorces. You're going to have to allow tower moments like, you know, where you fall flat on your face again and you go, wow, OK, maybe I maybe I do still have some lessons to learn here. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's, and it's painful. And, and those experiences, those tower moments, those catalytic events that we have in our life, they're there for a reason. And it's because it makes us feel, which is how we get the answers. It's people yeah. are so, oh, I wish life was born with instructions. We are, it's our emotions. The emotions are the map. And we're so wanting to stuff them away and not look at them that it keeps us caught up in these vicious cycles. But when we just kind of allow ourselves to have our hearts broken wide open, that's when we can start to align with spirit. And that's when we can start to align with what the divine plan is, is, is um, by allowing ourselves to start choosing ourselves over everything else. Yeah. Maybe goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the, um, there's a, there's a gentleman, um, wrote a book called the missing link and, and he talks about, you know, if there was one thing that, that we could learn as humans is not to be afraid of our feelings, not to be afraid of our experiences yeah. that, that could shift the whole world because so much of what we do, we do right. And they have do society is we do things to avoid our feelings. Yeah, of course, because it keeps us from having to look at ourselves and our own wounding and take responsibility for our own happiness. You know, one of the biggest things that I always remind people of is that we're children of the universe. We're children of God. Why would we not be able to co-create miracles in our life? Why would we not have that same type of ability? And so many people give them give power to an outside source or to families or conditioned beliefs or society's beliefs. And they, they, they take on this victim mentality and I'm not, you know, everybody's situation is unique. Uh -huh. And then, then they go, yeah, but why not me? And I'm like, but you can create it. You have the ability. You've been given the lifeboat here. Do the work. Do the work. Do it's the work. very, very challenging in the beginning to, to realize when I look back on, you know, my life so far, I go, okay, yeah, yep, I needed to heal that wounded belief. And I needed to let go of that family pattern. And I needed to, you know, it was, it's me. It's always been me. And then, of course, we have soul connections who come into our life and mirror stuff to us and, and all of that kind of stuff. But we can, we can totally co-create whatever it is that we're desiring. Um, if we just simply trust. There's, um, there's this little, it's kind of an anecdotal story, but it's, it's, you know, I, I, I got this new car and this car has got a way of, um, of keeping me in the lane. Like when I'm on cruise control, it's got that lane, lane assistant thing, kind of a thing. Yeah. And, and so I, I'm playing with this idea, you know, the song, Jesus take the wheel. Yes. Yes. Go right. Let God, let go, let God. It's so, the truth. So, so I let, I, I let go of the steering wheel. 
mm -hmm. right? Okay. I let go of the trust in the process, right? Yes. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, it keeps, it, it, it's steering the steering wheel all by itself, right? I'm not hands off. Then, then there's a warning light that comes on the dashboard. It says, get your hands back on the steering wheel. Now, I didn't <laughs> say it that way, but that's how I heard it, okay? <laughs> and, and I go, no, no. I'm, I'm letting go. Let, let go, let God, right? And, um, and then alarms go off in my car. <laughs> get your hands back on the steering wheel and for me it's that part of we have to be involved yeah. right yes. Yes. we are the we are part of the co-creation we can't right. just oh i'm just gonna let go and see what happens you know <laughs> <laughs> that is something that can happen early on on the spiritual path because our ego are we're scared Yes, we're, we're being invited to to really look at fear and see it as the illusion that it is. So in the beginning, myself included, you know, that's spiritual bypassing. And that is definitely something where it's like, well, if it's going to work out, God will just make it happen. No, honey, God is over here going here. This is how you do it. You live in a very physical world. You're a divine being having a human experience. Now bring the idea and manifest it into matter. That's what you're being guided to do here. Yeah. And, and that's a normal part of the awakening process as well. You know, a lot of people get moved through that. And um, that's, that's a hard lesson sometimes. <laughs> well, yes, because you hear that often too. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a bypass. It's, it's avoidance, yeah. right? Like now you're, you're getting into avoidance. Yeah. Balance of the two. Right. Yes. It's part trusting and following your intuition and part doing. Whenever you shift into one or the other, like when you're just in the doing, 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 doing and following this, that doesn't work either. Right. 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 So and this is where, you know, a big part of what I teach is, is teaching people how to come into sacred union with themselves, the divine feminine, the divine masculine, divine masculine, divine feminine. You know, um, it's all about finding that sacred union and not giving your power away outside of yourself right. you know yes you can let go let god but you have to play the part you know you don't have some destined whatnot you have the ability to if you're not happy i always say shift that shit you have the ability to do that yeah. and it may take a little bit of time and it may feel like you're in slingshot mode a little bit but if you do the work and you have a pure heart towards what it is that you're trying to co-create You'll be supported and you'll be supported in ways that you would never even logically begin to comprehend. So um, we have uh, several of our podcasts and even, you know, just being fatigued, uh, bantering back and forth. We talk about the work mm -hmm. and and not that there's any really hidden secrets or we're not trying to hide things from people. But there is there seems to be this this reluctance of this work that we're pointing towards. Like, you know, it's like, oh, well, because W-O-R-K sounds like a dirty word. Like it's a, it, you know what I mean? Like, what do you mean there's work involved here? Can you can you just elate that a little bit, <laughs> maybe uh, to help with the audience? Yeah, so the work would, um, the work is, is, is challenging. This is where a lot of people get caught up. So the work is getting yourself out of the job that you hate. The work is learning something new, being willing to unlearn what mom and dad and the family has taught you. 
um, what society has conditioned you to believe. The work is self-love first and foremost, loving yourself harder than you ever have. And on, honestly, that is probably one of the hardest lessons I got moved through. I was so willing as an intuitive empath, I was so willing to just give, 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 give and make everyone else happy while for a long time suppressing my own inner needs. And so learning how to love yourself is probably the hardest thing that anybody has to get moved through. And if you're willing to do that, then you're going to be willing to go, okay, where have I allowed boundaries to be violated? Where have I allowed people to come in and take energy hits off of me? Where have I been choosing fear over love? You know, and by fear over love, I mean, where have I been choosing worry, anxiety, doubt, depression, resentment, jealousy, insecurity over things like joy, passion, positive expectation, hopefulness and contentment? Right. Where am I doing that every day in my in my daily life or with my relationships? And am I even surrounded by people who are at the level I want to be at? This is the type of deep soul work you have to look at and go, who am I before they all told me who I am. When you do that, you may find yourself realizing that you have been living in complete and total robot mode and you haven't been allowing your heart to, to lead. And so therefore there's this lack of fulfillment happening and that's leading to depression. Jim Carrey says it's best, says it best. Um, depression is just your avatar saying, I'm tired of playing this role. Right. And this is a big, big thing of what we were talking about before we went live. This of um, these eclipses that are taking place in 2023. It's an identity release. Are you willing to release the attachment to how you think things should be or who it is that you think you're supposed to be? Can you release that attachment to your identity? And if you can, fantastic. You're going to go further than you have before because you're letting yourself let go of the illusion of control which is ultimately choosing fear over love. Uh, important word you said in that sentence though, is the willingness. Mm -hmm. I think that's a huge step. Like, you know, like before, before the actual doing or action piece is that is surrendering to the, to I am willing to. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to be uncomfortable. Well, that willingness. Because it's, it's yeah. uncomfortable. Let's just say it, right? The work, why do people shy away from the work? Because it's not fun. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. But you, in order to change, you gotta get out of that discomfort. The discomfort, you gotta get out of your comfort zone, not the discomfort. Because by the way, that comfort zone sometimes is super uncomfortable. You just got comfortable being but uncomfortable. You got used to it. <laughs> yeah, used to yeah that that level of discomfort, and now it's your it's your normal, right? But this is where things. Um, happen that are completely and totally out of our control. So if we don't listen, the universe is going to shake stuff up and it's going to say, oh, you're in an unhealthy relationship. Okay. So-and-so just cheated on you. Right. So let's up the game. <laughs> um, the emotional fulfillment's not there. The sex life is lacking. Um, the, uh, you know, oh, you're in an unhealthy job situation. Fantastic. You're going to watch everyone around you get promoted, but you. Right. So there, there's going to be so many things that that if you refuse, you're going to be in your 50s, 60s, 70s. You know, I had a gal the other day, 76 years old. She told me, she said, I have healed more in a 45 minute session with you than I have in 45 years of counseling because I'm actually doing the work. I'm actually realizing the reason that I've had 
three marriages. And the reason I've, you know, I'm feeling completely unfulfilled, even though I'm surrounded by what society has told me to do my whole life is because I've suppressed my own needs. And now I'm realizing that maybe I didn't even want kids, but she's three of them, something like that. You know what I mean? And not that she doesn't love her children, but she's realizing yet again, she was programmed from the time she was a kid. This is how the American dream looks. This is what you're supposed to be doing versus she had dreams to be an actress, this woman. Right. So she's starting to do the work now so that she can, you know, live her final years and at least knowing that she's being true to herself. There's little things that happen there where you can fight it all day long, but are you, do you want to stay in a, in a dead end job, a dead end relationship, a dead end, you know, or are you going to shift and change and grow and cause the other person to shift and grow with you? Or are you going to shy away and do your own thing? Right. And sometimes that may even mean letting go of those people around you that are not going to willing to or able to or ready to walk along that path of change and transformation with you. I mean, that also is part of the discomfort. Sometimes those changes come with really hard choices, especially when you you thought your life was going to look a certain way. Absolutely. Absolutely. My, my, one of my mantras is um, what so many people use on this path. It's rise up to meet me or be gone. Right. You know, and sometimes um, you have to even leave those people's lives to be the catalyst for their awakening, right? Because you may be enabling bad habits within one another. It's such a beautiful way to look at it. It's so true because when you do leave someone behind and that is maybe that wake up call or that, you know, extra discomfort they needed to be able to do that work that they were not able to do in that life because if they were able to, they would have, right? And, and then you have to find your own voice as well, you know, and that's something that can be very, very, very challenging. But when you look at it from a higher perspective, it's all love. We just all just trigger each other. We're all just walking each other home. That's really all that's happening here is we're, you know, and yes, leaving the people behind. Sometimes it's very, very challenging. But if they're willing to do the work, you'll you'll reunite again. And, and it may not be in the same way, but, you know. But the other thing, too, and, and that and that. I mean, what we're talking about sounds in some cases, you know, quite scary, right? Or could be, right? right. But that may not happen either. Mm-hmm. So, right. So, you know, we have to, you know, like, um, like you talk about, you know, it's a journey. It's one step at a time. You know, um, I've had, I've had people, even my own experience um, early on, um, uh, you know, I thought, okay, well, all my personal life is going to change now. Mm-hmm. And there was fear about that. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. Oh my goodness. Like, like, I don't want this. I don't want that. And I, and I, then I said, well, wait a minute, let's just, let's just settle it. Right. You know, I had this big awakening. Yes. I'm scaring the hell out of everybody. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe I'll just settle and just see, see what happens. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's amazing. Like people don't change right? You change. My, my lens changed and it's a miracle. People around me started to change, Um, you know, so whether, whether in the cards, there might be some separation or divorce, who knows? Right. Right. And, and, and honestly, the people who, um, 
I, I love that you're touching on this because you are absolutely correct. There have been people in my life who they weren't with me through the initial stage, but then two, three hours or three, two, three years later called me and said, how did you do it? And then I'm witnessing them change. And it's incredible. You know, it's it's absolutely beautiful. And then the people who are meant to be there, I call them soul besties. Mm -hmm. During your transformation, they're going to be with you no matter what. Those are your ride or die people. Yeah. So you can't convince yourself that everything, I mean, yes, things are going to change, but it doesn't have to be going to an extreme. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't well, and, mean that going yeah. to happen that way, right? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I wonder, there's something else that I, I want to get your you know opinion on and this is something we we're talking about earlier this concept of i've done all this work and it was really really hard i stuck to it and i finally got to a pretty good place things have changed and then you get hit again <laughs> now there's another cycle of transformation and I, I i find that to be tricky sometimes right sometimes that can lead you to question the whole thing Right, because you can immediately think, "Oh, I'm back to where I was." So, I wonder if you can speak to that for a minute. Yep. Oh, girl, I have been there multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> you know, there's been several times where I've told the universe to just f off, and <laughs> I'm done. Right, I'm done. In those moments, you kind of just want to honestly incorporate, just laugh, just laugh, be willing to laugh at the journey and laugh at yourself, and not take things so seriously. Okay, that can help in that way. Okay. But another thing to understand here is that with every level up, there's going to be a new version of you that is meant to be embodied. So if you think of yourself as this is the ultimate person that I, I want to be, this is what when I see myself 10 years from now, this is who I want to be. Well, you can't jump from kindergarten to 12th grade. Right. <laughs> you have to be, there's so many layers that need to be shed. So for example, I work with a lot of intuitives and, and uh, light workers who money mindset is an issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how can I possibly make good money being uh, an intuitive or being a, a medium or this or that? It's like, oh, my gosh. OK, so we have to, like, go through that mindset level up first before they get to the thriving business, before right. they get the book deals or before they get to the this or whatnot. So. Same kind of thing with the emotional work is you may realize that in order to become, for me, I'll use myself as an example. I know I'm here to speak. I know that. Um, I have the gift of gab. That's what people tell me. (laughs) Okay. So, but before I could allow myself the opportunity to embody that version of me and be comfortable speaking and being comfortable being seen, I had to be comfortable seeing myself on camera and speaking on camera. Right. Because how the heck am I ever going to speak in front of an audience before I'm comfortable with who I am? See what I mean? So same kind of thing before I start speaking at events, which I do now, I had to do private events and get in front of people and speak and embody and, and become comfortable speaking in that kind of a way. So there are little things that you have to just go, you know what, maybe there's something else I'm, I'm not looking at here. And right now, one of my favorite mantras is I'm exactly where I'm meant to be in this moment. Absolutely. And I can shift this at any time. So if this is where I'm wanting to go, obviously there's something here that's keeping me held back from that. And I need to lean into that. And maybe I need to slingshot this for 90 days or six months, you know? Right. 
Yeah, noticing, noticing what's like I, when I, when I can't in, intellectually understand what's going on, which you know a lot there lately. I just I just really step back and I notice. I'm just like okay, I, I am thankfully past the self judgment and the you know like getting caught in my negative thinking and all of that. Like I've you know worked on that long enough, but like this this is a little bit newer of like just. Okay, I'm just going to step back instead of getting into that masculine energy of doing what can I do again? Because every time I've done that, I realize it came from a place of fear, right? When I take action from that place, it's, it's taken from fear, right? And so now I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to step back and notice what's dropping in my life. And it's amazing what you actually notice when you intentionally start noticing. Yeah. And when you're back in alignment with your feminine and you're letting this do the, do the work that it's supposed to be doing, you actually attract more and you align with more opportunities because you are a vibra a vibrational match for what it is that you're wanting because you're not forcing your flowing. Right. You're planting those seeds, you're co-creating and then yep. you're like, okay, perfect. Like I'm aligning with opportunities right now that I, that were dreams and fantasies of mine last March. Yep. Wow. Yep. Yep. And so it's something that I was just like, Ooh, wouldn't this be cool if, <laughs> and then I put it out there, planted the seeds, did some serious work and said, okay, if I, if I'm going to go from this version of myself to this version of myself, I'm going to have to face myself in this kind of a way. And that that's what happens. And you're going to experience that. It's weird. I've noticed it like happening in like nine month cycles ever since I went through my initial awakening. It seems like every nine months, which is very interesting. I am birthing something new. Every nine months, there's a new thing that's happening. And I go, oh, but what? Seriously, I could do that? And I'm shown a limited belief right. that I didn't even know was there. And then I have to go, okay. And as a conscious woman, I have to say, why is this triggering me? Am I willing to do the work? And am I willing to unlearn and relearn? For me, it was seven years. It's every seven years. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, it's probably big every seven years, I would assume. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, so the couple of things I just wanted to highlight, I, the um, knowing where you are right now is perfect. Yeah. Right? So the, 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 the really the only notice, what I notice is that where the struggle or the angst comes is where I expect to be someplace different than what is today. When your future <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like, why, why aren't I, you know, right. Mm -hmm. But when I let go is, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm here where I am and it's perfect. It's fine. Yeah. The, the other thing, and I'm, it seems like I'm kind of losing the thought, Oh, but the leveling up, like problems don't go away. This isn't about having no problems in the world, mm -hmm. like, but you're, your problems at this level, at the ground level, let's say, right, are so much different and you can handle them with so much uh, grace and, and, um, and finesse as, you're, as, as you level up. Like, you're going to have problems. I mean, you're living life. You're breathing. Right. So the, the key there is to offer yourself more grace and compassion than, than than you ever have before. It's like offering yourself the same kind of grace and compassion that you would a stranger. Mm -hmm. if a stranger came to you. Or like, again, I always come back to the inner child because if you saw a 12 year old boy or a 12 year old girl struggling 
the first thing you would do is you'd say, you got this, get back up. You yeah. can do this. And you would start reprogramming them. So if you can start talking to yourself in that same kind of way, one of my favorite things to do, one of my healing modalities that I've, I've stuck with from the beginning of my own divorce um, was reprogramming myself through mirror work. I would look at myself in the mirror and I would say, you are strong and you are capable and you are worthy. And I would just say it over, even in those moments when I didn't freaking believe it. You are capable. You are worthy. You are beautiful. You are intuitive. You are here for a purpose. You are, you are, you are, you are. And I would talk to myself and a big part of my spiritual journey has been reparenting myself and reprogramming myself on my own because I wanted more and I knew I was worthy of more. And it was getting back in tune with the vibration of love, the energy of love. We're not talking romance. We're talking the energy of love yeah. that awakened me to the fact that I am a divine being and that abundance is my birthright. And I can align with it if I'm willing to co-create it. Yeah. yeah. And let go of all the beliefs around it while you should. Onto you. And, and yes. it's. Yes. And it's hard work because we're not talking just this lifetime. I mean, we're talking what's in our DNA that's handed down, you know, to our family lineage. So most of the time when you've got people who are on the path, they're breaking generational curses. They are, are, are considered the black sheep of the family. Um, you know, there's so much that goes on there. And then you've got your own karma. So not just, you know, who is Stephanie right now? This is the soul we are and what we are meant to be learning, we have to break those patterns. And if we haven't been able to break those patterns yet, guess what? It's harder, right? It's harder. Yeah. And that's why I love the, the phrase, the buck stops here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? and, and you have that, if you're willing to, to take a stand and just say, you know what, you know, I deserve more. Yeah, a lot of acceptance in that process too, right? Acceptance of this is just staying focused on where you're at, staying yeah. present, not not future pacing, not you know getting into I'm not there yet. <clears throat> acceptance of pain sometimes, acceptance of discomfort, acceptance of seeing your own limitations, acceptance of this being a journey and not a place that you arrive to. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I think acceptance is a really big work along with work, doing the work right it's just about, work. Yeah. yeah and just being here now and just that's a big part of acceptance is just in this moment um you know at 1 41 p.m pacific standard time this is the conversation i'm having yeah and that's where people have a hard time myself included and and, and i still have my moments don't get me wrong um, where we just we're either future tripping or we're living in the past trying to figure out why things went down the way that they did. Yeah, never truly right going back and forth, but not settling down in this present moment, right? There's something there's something I've been experimenting with. Uh, like I go for uh, what I call my meditated walks every morning. I get up real early and I take my dog for a walk. But one thing I've noticed is you know like trying. The, the whole notion of trying to be present all the time. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, right? But but I can notice quite readily where I am in the moment. So yes. so I can be very present. Oh, look, there's birds, there's trees, there, you know, that kind of stuff. And then it's like, oh, I've got to do this later on today. Mm -hmm. And oh, there's trees. There's like, it's it's a dance, right? It's sort of like, like you're not, 
it's an in and out kind of a thing, but not beating myself up for not being present. Right. So like just right. allowing myself to, to be whatever I am in the moment and going, oh, I'm, I'm getting lost in thought again. Back right. to the trail. Yep. Yep. And that's basically just redirecting your energy. And one thing that I always recommend to people is that, you know, there's so many gurus and, and people out there trying to tell you or self-proclaimed gurus. This is how the spiritual path should look. Um, and honestly, if you're if you're having a hard time for anybody who's listening to this, trying to be more present, do something practical, uh, going for a walk, going to the gym. Uh, I'm, I love taking photos, video work, um, you know, being creative, uh, going and being with your your friends. It doesn't have to be some oh spiritual whatnot all the time because you'll get burnt doing that. Right. You're gonna get you'll start to you'll start to resent the path at that point, right? Yeah. Because perfectionism is a, is an illusion, and that's a big part of the path as well as realizing that you are a soul having a human experience. So by being here now and, and being present, just go do something that brings you joy in that moment. It's have that fun, cool. right? Have yeah. fun while you do all yeah. of it. It doesn't have yeah. to be all hard work. All no. People, right? <laughs> yes, you don't have to be sitting there meditating and trying to figure out all the things. You'll drive yourself nuts and then you'll bounce off the path. And and sometimes that's a part of the journey as well is that, you know, I meet people all the time who are on the path, off the path, on the path, off the path. But really, they're always on the path. They're always on the path. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's that's really <laughs> beautifully said. It is the on and off is part of the journey. And again, it's that balance. Yeah. Like balance being like meditating, being present, doing the work, but also having fun, being creative, like enjoying life, right? Because it's we're, we're not just here to observe trees. It's, we're also here to enjoy that walk and like connect to it and like... Yeah feel like have some fun can we have some fun doing the work it's possible it's absolutely it is possible with the right with the right people and the right mindset it definitely is you just have to be willing to take the first step the willingness there's that key word again i think that's the the word of the day <laughs> so let me ask you something as we're coming to a close and my clock says 444 by the way <laughs> Is there anything that you would like to leave us with that we should have asked you that you would like to just speak to? I mean, one of the biggest messages that I that I put out there consistently is just make sure that you're choosing love over fear moment by moment. You know, um, be willing to reprogram. If you have a negative thought, which we do consistently every day, um, just don't punish yourself for it. Say, it's okay, I had that thought. And then think of you know, a thing that's going really well in your life or three things that are going well in your life. Or um, if if you're feeling like you're at that point where you're like, nothing seems to be going my way, then start focusing your energy on what you want to see manifest. It's okay, I had that thought, but oh, I'm going to be building this and I'm going to be focusing on this. And that's going to teach you that what we focus on grows. Absolutely. Right? So be willing to shift as often as necessary. Mm -hmm. Amazing. So where, where, where should people look for you if they are interested in working with you or learn more about your work? And, you can um, just visit me at divinesouljourney.net. That's my website. And then I think I included, um, for your listeners, I think I gave you guys like a free 30-day journal for anybody who wants to start the yeah, process. I'm putting that in the chat right now, actually. All your links. 
So that's the best place to find you. Yep, and also, it's a wonderful website, by the way. Oh, thank you. I love your Instagram too. So anyone on, on uh, social media, I highly recommend following Stephanie there too. Oh, thank you. you. A lot her. of blood, sweat, and tears went into all that. <laughs> Tell me about it. We can, we can talk about that off the air. <laughs> That's a yeah. fast growth right there, too, for me personally. <laughs> Love and hate. <laughs> dancing with it. No yeah. hate. We're dancing with it. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you lead. Sometimes you follow. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. But keep the hands on the steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Let it nudge you. Let it nudge you. That's exactly yeah, what no. it does. It actually just kind of nudges you a little bit, right? It does. Yeah, I was anyway. you were going to go with that because yeah. I've done that experiment too. I'm like, oh, no, no, I do kind of need to hold this there. <laughs> well, I just, it's just about allowing the redirects to happen, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Trust in the process. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Excellent. Stephanie, you're a wonderful soul. It's Aww. such a pleasure to really get to know you better. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Finally having you on. All the stars <laughs> aligned. All stars the stars aligned. aligned. <laughs> it was a perfect conversation for my life personally. Mm -hmm. And if you found value in this conversation, help us amplify our impact. That's why we're doing this. We're bringing on people like Stephanie to share their wisdom, their journey of transformation, share the work that they do to help others transform, get out of struggle, shift into love in this case. And so if you found value, just share it, help somebody else get a deeper understanding of what this process is like and share the love with us too. Subscribe, leave us a, you know, leave, leave us your comments, give us a review, whatever you want to do to spread the love. We appreciate all of it. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. Thank Bye, everyone. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate every listener that is committed to the journey of transformation. And if you found value in today's episode, join us for the next conversation as we take on a new topic every week. Subscribe to our podcast so that you won't miss any tips and insights. Your experience of the show means a lot to us. So please help us amplify our impact by posting an honest review. This action matters to us more than you know. You can find us on social media at An Honest Look Podcast and on our YouTube channel at An Honest Look. Bye for now. Ciao, ciao, and until next time. <laughs>